Fascinating. Mm-hmm. Irrelevant. Uh, hey, Brandon. <clears throat> Hi, Seton. How are you? I'm good, man. What's going on? No, not much. It's been a while. It has been. It's been uh, almost three months, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, which... just a brief little summer vacation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's like uh, well, you know, winter break, I think. Yeah, something, something, like that. something like that. I don't know if that's a thing or not. It but... came out of hibernation. Yeah, there you go. We're like two bears. Yeah. I love... Bears are great. Although, if I was going to be an animal, I'm more into uh, wolves than I am bears. Yeah, I would say my spirit animal is a wolf, but I don't know if I'm that. I'd probably just be like a dog, like a like a backyard dog. <laughs> right, right. And I, I, a wolf sounds pretty bad. Yeah, you know, but I don't think I'm that. that I don't cool. know if I'm awesome enough to pull off a wolf for sure. Yeah, that's like everybody's dream spirit animal is to yeah. be a wolf. Or like my uh, my family crest and uh, my sign. I'm a Leo, mm-hmm. so I'm a lion. Ooh. And I'm always like, yeah, I'm a lion. I do all this stuff. But then I r- realize that I'm actually a lot more like the cowardly lion. In <laughs> I'm a little more fancy <laughs> than like a rip an animal apart kind of lion. Hands are a little softer than your yeah, standard lion. Yeah, I'm not afraid of a nice bow in my hair. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm a little more cowardly lion than uh, than actual jungle lion. Well, you know, you got to know yourself. You yeah, know? yeah, you have to be aware. You yeah. have to be. I'm. It's funny that you said. I'm trying to be. Much more self-aware. I'm go. I'm having a big over the last couple of months. Actually, it's really the last couple of days. But I'm going to say the last couple of months because I've always had a little bit of this in me. I am trying to turn the page on a few different things. All right. And I'm trying to. I'm more like I'm almost going full secret on them, where I'm okay. trying to manifest all of the things that I want in my life. Heck yeah! So far, it's being pretty successful. Actually, I uh, I fully I fully endorse that. I think that's a great. Great idea. Because it does make, I'm a firm believer in the law of attraction, Mm -hmm. right? That you're sort of bringing things to you and at the same time you can push things away from you. And those can be good or bad things. You could bring on all of this negativity or you can, uh, and while you're pushing away all of the good things, or you can just sort of attract more good and push away bad things, right? Yeah. I mean, I think there's there's like a a non-mystical, like pragmatic explanation that I've always had for that kind of like positive thinking is like you're doing positive stuff. People are going to reflect it back to you. It's right. not like I put this juju out into the air and it's just like, oh, you're good. Here's good back. No, it's just like do your best to just not be that that guy, be the better guy. And people will hopefully see it. Because there know? is a way, a funny way of the universe sometimes giving you little things that you're on the right path. Like if you really need some money and you're like, I don't know how we're going to find this money. And then all of a sudden, Oh, here's that check for that work that you did a little while ago that you didn't get. Or, Hey, here's a new piece of business that just got dropped in your lap out of nowhere. And you're like, Holy crap. Yeah. We just manifested that. That just happened. A little fist pump action. Yeah. Little mini fist pumps. Those are great. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Um, so yeah, I'm trying to, part of it too is I tend to hold on to things mm-hmm. a lot. And I'm very much a grudge holder. And and not only that, but I belabor it in my mind. I hold on to things and I go over them 10,000 times in my mind over and over and over again. Sometimes for weeks on end, it feels like. And I'm letting that go. Was there a, a singular moment of realization that you wanted to do this? Or was this like a gradual? Well, I, th- I kind of think that I, I used to be more like this. And over the past, say, 12 years... Mm. have timeline gotten away <laughs> gotten away from that a little bit but i feel like it's it's actually more my nature and so i'm trying to i feel like i can still be sort of a scrappy fighter type 
without having my dukes up all the time. Yeah. You know? So I find myself now lately, whether it's a disagreement that I'm having with someone or it's something that I'm reading on social media or something that causes a negative reaction where I can feel it well up, where I'm like, just, I say to myself in my mind, like, just let it go. Just let it go and move on. Yeah. And just being able to, in that moment, be like, all right, no, just forget it, move on. But just find something else and start reading something else or move on to a different conversation or find another piece of work that you do. Whatever it is, just take yourself out of that situation for a second and move on and just regroup. So you, do you feel that your aura is improving? No, I don't know that. I'm not sure. All right. I think that would be, I don't know how to read my aura. I think that, I feel like that's something that somebody else has to do for me. Okay. Okay. Well, you did, I, maybe, I, I'll just, you, you do seem to be in higher spirits lately. I'll say that. I think maybe sometimes some of that is the climbing out of the winter drudge. Yeah. You know, I mean, I feel like this studio has a, like the, the walls are very, I don't know. I feel like the emotions, it's such tight quarters here that emotions can be read really easily. Mm. How people are feeling about things, you know? Oh, yeah. And so I would say, like, I've seen, like, definitely, like, a general, like, overall more upbeat. That's good. Yeah. The, no, That's I, a good I, thing, I, right? Yeah, I yeah, mean, like, yeah. if, if you're saying you're trying to actively be more positive, like, I, I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm seeing it. You know? Right. I feel like, no, I am actually trying to be more positive and it is working and you do feel better at the end of the day. And I think that you, there's been a lot of, uh, man, it's been a really interesting time, not only here around work, because there have been a lot of things happening, uh, that are good and bad. And like sometimes at the exact same time, Mm -hmm. uh, and then even just personally away from here that, you know, I, you have to, if things are going wrong, in some respect, or or you don't like the way things are going, then you have to change something. And I was this this unbelievable amount of stress that I'd been feeling, and so I started just taking. Uh, this is gonna sound funny, but I just started taking like fifteen minutes every day and sleeping, hmm. almost as like a coping mechanism of I just have to do something else other than sit here and be super stressed because I'm just gonna start flipping out. Meditation through sleeping, kind of deal. Yeah, yeah. Now sometimes that fifteen minutes was more like ninety minutes. All right, I get it. But I'm so I'm a little more focused on getting sleep and making sure that I just take a couple of minutes to chill and sort of all right figure out the rest of my day so this stuff doesn't bother me or find solutions to the problems that I was having. You know. Yeah. Um, Can I? Uh, I, I found uh, I recently found like a de stressor that it's a that's actually something you listen to. It's it's a scientifically proven thing it's called binaural rhythms and it's um you can find it on spotify and it's just these like tones and sounds that are just supposed to drop your your stress level down i don't know how it works but there's a bunch of videos and stuff out there on it um you could probably try that it it literally like quiets your brain it's it's bizarre i feel like that i might be on that track already because i know i usually go to sleep listening to something Mm -hmm. and a while back my wife sent me something that she was like hey you should listen to this like going to and from work or something okay i'm looking it up right now binaural beats binaural beats and if i knew how to spell that i would look it up b-i-n-a-u-r-a-l let me see Mm, no i don't have anything like that in my email no 
Well, well, all right. I'm gonna look it up though. Look I it am. up. I think you'll like it. I, yeah. I did it. I do it on my drive home now, and it just sort of focuses me in and brings me present instead of thinking about 80 million different things. Yeah. It's just like, okay, I'm here in this moment, like letting my brain breathe. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So. Well, you have to, and you know, I've started to. I started to notice that, especially on my way to and from work, I was starting to get like I wasn't getting road ragey at all. Mm-hmm. But the traffic and and that was really stressing me out, you know, where I was really driving me nuts. And I've been I've lived in the same place basically for the last 12 years. And so I know what the traffic patterns are. I know my ride to and from work hasn't changed at all. Mm -hmm. And for like, I don't know, seven years, I was fine with it. And then all of a sudden in two or three weeks, maybe two months, something like that, I was like, this is driving me crazy. Wow. Um, And that to me wasn't that was like a symptom more than a problem really I got you you know where yeah. it's like it's really not that big of a deal i don't really need to go f- this much faster than everybody else i don't really need to be this impatient just chill out mm-hmm. you know so i'm i'm trying to do that and even because you take that stuff home with you you know and you then i don't like the way that it's am i going to pick a fight with my wife or am i going to snap at my kid about something stupid right you know what i mean like you just yeah. don't want it to affect your home life in those ways and you should be able to get home and just let things go and let them drop because there's other more significant things that you need to figure out you know for sure for um, sure I, and especially social media too i'm trying oh to my i'm God. really giving yeah i'm really giving the politics thing a rest i have That's been good. for a long time i've checked out quite a bit but now i'm really even more checking out because it's just way too ugly out there. Yeah, it's it. There's n- absolutely nothing healthy on that platform. There's, there's any of them. <laughs> absolutely nothing. Absolutely yep. nothing healthy happening there. And you're not. Why do I really need to argue with people online about stuff like this? Mm-hmm. Why I'm not changing anyone's mind. You're not the amount of good interactions you have versus bad interactions where you're on two opposite sides of something mm-hmm. and then you actually meet somewhere in the middle is like 150,000 to 1. Yep. They're almost never positive. They almost never go anywhere and really all it does is make you mad. Right. And and something you said earlier like that having these conversations in person is a thousand times different. And oh, you it, would it never, never you, you would never, never speak that way stuff. to each other if you were in person and be like because sometimes I'll you get into an argument with somebody about like <laughs> politics or something, and I'm like, "Are we? We're, we're disagreeing on taxes or like healthcare? Like, yeah. who, why it's just so heated? Who cares? Like, yeah. it's just it's just healthcare. It's so dehumanizing, I think, because yeah. I think it's just like not seeing people face to face. If you see somebody face to face, you're like, oh, okay, that person has a you know a heart and a brain and like everything. Like, they've have an experience. What got them from? Someplace to this place. Like, why, why are they this way? And then you talk to them and you ask them questions and it, it's just different instead of just reacting to what's being said. Yeah. No conversations, just people yelling. It's just right. And there, yeah, there's no taking into account how things affect people differently in different parts of the country right. or things like that. You know, you really you have to try to understand where people are coming from and how life is different in the Northeast versus somewhere in the Midwest or something. I don't right. know. Anywhere, you know, the Southwest or wherever. Or even just in different parts of your own state. Yeah. And know? it's just far too arrogant to think that your perspective is the only one that could be right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's but it's tough when you know that you yeah. are the only right person in the world. Yeah. I mean I as somebody who is right all the time. <laughs> as someone who's <laughs> very rarely wrong, I yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Nope. I hear you. 
I think that too. I'd, I've started to another thing that I'm really starting to do is be more friendly to people I don't know. Interesting. I, I usually stay to myself, even in public situations where I'm at a. I could even be at a party with people that I do know, and I'm like, man, whatever. I don't really feel like talking to anybody. I'm trying to not be that guy either, and I'm trying to be much more friendly to even the people that I do know. So I recently, I had a uh, life-changing event uh, that has actually pushed that onto me. I, my wife and I moved into a new apartment back in September. And so from September to... End of February, I don't think I spoke to a single neighbor in my apartment building. I got a dog uh, two weeks ago. I know 14 people in my building now. <laughs> and it's great. And it's just like, I know, like, there's a, like, a guy who owns a restaurant who's, like, going to have my wife and I come down. And, like, ha- like, it's just, it's cool, like, having things that break you out of your cycle of not communicating with people and i feel like it's so easy to get in your own world and that when you have a conduit like a cute puppy that everybody wants to come up and talk to you and that you feel comfortable talking to other people it's uh it's pretty awesome yeah it is yeah yeah i'm i'm also really bad at like getting out of my comfort zone and and talking to more people because i've always been like why do i need to know more people right now in my life right but that's uh the being cool. a good neighbor thing is a real thing. Yeah. Where I can, because I can go home and I'm always very friendly to my neighbors when I see them, but I'm I'm almost never like, hey, why don't we grab dinner? You guys want to come over for dinner next weekend or something like that? I, I don't do that. I'll sh- shovel their driveway for them or something like that. And I'll, you know, do those things or, yeah. or try to help out like that. Or if their kid needs a ride, I'm happy to do that. But I don't go mm-hmm. out of my way to then become friends with them. Yeah. So, and I've always felt a little guilty about that, actually, because... It seems like the neighborly thing to do is to be more neighborly. Right. You know? Yeah. And it's just, it kind of goes back to that ideal of like people used to like stop by people's houses and stuff and like just to say hi. Oh my God. If somebody <laughs> showed up at my door, I'd be like, what happened? What is everything? It's like if somebody texts you versus calls you. If mm-hmm. somebody, if my mom is calling me, I'm like, oh great, something happened. Yeah. Like, hey, all right, is everything all right? Mm-hmm. Or, or if you called me, I would be like, oh, this is serious. Something's going on. Yeah. You know? Yep. And that's I just read somebody posted on social media. Obviously, they're like two things you're not allowed to do this day: ever have your phone not on silent, and call somebody without texting them to make sure you can call them first. Right, right. Those are all very <laughs> accurate. Somebody I just saw a thing the other day about how, like when we grew up, it was totally different. It was um something about never get in the car with strangers, never do this and never do that. And then it was basically today. It was like Uber. This and the other thing where yep. you're always getting into the car with strangers. You're mm-hmm. always doing one of these other three things uh, that yep. are completely different than what you were doing before right. or how you were raised. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things, too, is that I'm my life is essentially dominated now by my son's soccer. Yep. Um, I don't know. Schedule, and, which I love. I really love it. It's the best thing. It's, it's so rewarding. And it, it's so much fun. And it actually gives you a lot of like real-life parenting stuff where it's challenging to say, how am I going to handle this as his father or, and, you know, or as parents? And how are we going to do this together to make sure that he's cool? Um, but what's happening is I'm – so I started to I friend people on Facebook. 
that are, say, their parents of his team or something like that, mm-hmm. which is new for me. I was never a, a friender of people that I knew. Even people I knew for a long time, I'd be like, ah, I'll let them do that. I'm not going to. Right. It felt like too bold of a move to say, yeah. I'm going to request your friendship. Yeah. Which, is that weird? No, I don't think so. Uh, I, mean, I think I, it is what it is, you know? So you start uh, developing the this when you play with a soccer team for a long time you, there's like this little community and a little family that you develop and you start to you know you see these people all the time and stuff like that so you develop friendships and so i started friending people on social media and then seeing what they would post and a lot of times i'm like wow we really don't have a lot in common other than that our kids play on the same soccer team mm-hmm. and that's okay yeah there's absolutely nothing wrong with that and so i would see like they would post something on social media and i'd be like oh i wonder no don't reply to it you don't have to add your commentary to everything that somebody posts on social media, even if you agree or disagree with it. Just leave right. it alone. Let them have their own space. Yeah. Totally. And that that's one of those things that you, at least I know I forgot for a little while. Yeah. You know? For sure. Because uh, then I don't need to, why am I going to argue about this? Or even, not argue, but just throw in my commentary on that. And then like, all right, see you Wednesday at practice. And then have that there. It, yeah, it's it's not what your connection's about. Right. Your connection's about your kids playing soccer together. Like, if they post something about soccer in the team, be like, oh, hell yeah, we won, you know? Right. Yeah. Right. I don't need to get into all the other stuff. Right. Just like, I mean, they're welcome to get into my stuff, Mm. but it made me more aware of the person I was portraying on social media and sort of taking control of that image. Because it is is a chance for you to put out a devil. I mean, people put out all kinds of image and mm-hmm. like brand control or whatever on uh, on social media, and it's a, like a common, you know, criticism of social media right. that people are posting this like fake life that they live yeah. on there. Um, but instead, I don't have to. If I took a step back and looked at sort of some of the things, I'm like, oh, I should post this or like cursing or any of those things. I'm like, dang, I don't want these people not knowing that that's me because uh, I do have a bad mouth, uh, but just. Why do I need to put that out there for those people too? Mm-hmm. And then it just made me like start thinking of everybody else in my life. Right. You know? And is it really being the best version of you that you want to be? I don't know that I can always say that. Mm. Interesting. And I don't want to embarrass my kid. Right. You know? Yeah, it's not necessary. Yeah, yeah, it's not necessary. And then that really goes back to the stress thing too is that you know, soccer is a lot of fun and youth sports is a lot of fun and it can get very intense. And it was it got to a point with him where he's he's playing on three different soccer teams, plays a lot of soccer, and he loves it. But it was getting to a point where I felt like he wasn't really loving it because it was just getting a little too serious. Yeah. And so we sort of had to readjust and remind him and ourselves, like, hey, this is fun, and if it's not fun for you, then why would we do it? Right. You know, if you're not having fun doing this, then why why do it? And this this sounds a lot more serious than it really was. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, why are we doing this if you're not having fun doing it? So we had a little bit of a reset one weekend mm-hmm. and it was like a whole new world opened up of like, man, this is awesome. This is the best because now we're not taking it so seriously. Like still, he still plays on three different teams, uh, and he still is practicing all the time and he's mm-hmm. training and he's refocused and like, no, I love this. This is what I want to do and I'll just do it the right way. I'm not going to put so much pressure on myself. I'm not going to put so much unintended pressure on him. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Go Those back kinds to of, the love of the game. Yeah, That's yeah, good. just like strip it back down, and then he, I think everybody was sort of re-energized around the whole process. And nice. once you take a look back and you you uh, see what other people are doing for you and appreciate them a little bit more, and then it just sort of opens your eyes a little bit to, man, we have a really good thing right here, and this is fun. This is a good community of people that we're in. Yeah. And they're giving you... Uh, so my my son's a good soccer player. He's not great. He's not a phenom or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's good. You yeah. know, he he can play, and he's got a lot of room to grow. Um, I don't. We're not under any like I designs that he's going to play for the U.S. Men's National Team. Right. But he's having a lot of fun, good. and if he's having fun and he really enjoys it, why not try to give him all of the tools in order to be the best player he could possibly be? Absolutely. Right? That's kind of what you. No, do that makes parents. that makes total sense. Um. So we did have just this last weekend, this dude came up to us and was like, hey, uh, how you doing? I'm so-and-so. I coach in Massachusetts. I'm like, okay, he, my son plays in a, a futsal team in, in Massachusetts uh, mm-hmm. in a league there. Yep. And uh, the coach was like, hey, uh, so like, what is Kieran's story? What is he doing? Uh, and we said he plays for this team, that team, and that team. He's like, ooh, okay. He's like, I know the coach over there, um, and I don't like to take players from teams, but if there's an opening – and he ever wants to come play for my team out of the Boston area, like, how about we go, you know, we're very open to that. We would love to have him on our team. Wow. And we're like, wait a minute, is, is he being recruited right now by another team? That's so awesome. Like, my wife and I are like, this is weird. Like, he's nine. That's how it starts. He's nine years old. It's mm-hmm. very strange. It's a very strange thing, the way that, I mean, that never happened to me as a kid. <laughs> and it didn't even seem like a real possibility. That's great, though. I played a lot of soccer. Yeah. Or I played a lot of sports, really. Not, not as much soccer, but I played a lot of sports, and it was never, it was just kind of the thing you did with the town. And uh, they're, like, talking about, well, we got a group of kids going to Spain uh, Mm -hmm. this time, and then we're part of uh, this, you know, a huge program over in Europe and all this stuff. And they're like, yeah, if he ever wants to be a part of that, like, this is weird. Would you, uh, would you, that'd be awesome, right? Oh, hell yeah. Be sick. Be so awesome. But, I mean, there's, there's tens of thousands of kids playing soccer. You know, but that being said, even if the end goal of all of this, right, not the goal, but the end result of all of this is we do all of this stuff with soccer and maybe he gets to travel the country a little bit and do play in different tournaments. Maybe he does get to go to Europe one time or Mm -hmm. something, or maybe he doesn't get to do any of those things, but he just really enjoys himself up and through high school. Right. Keeps playing. And then that's it. All right. What's wrong with that? Nothing. That's perfect. Yeah. Heck yeah. It's like everything else is just an added bonus. Yeah. You know? That's awesome. Um, Sounds like you're doing it right. I, th- I hope so. I f- you know what? I feel like I feel like we were almost doing it wrong for a minute. You were right on the edge? Almost where we just had to take a step back and be like, all right, hold up. Why are we doing this? Are you mm-hmm. having fun? Do you still want to do this? Yeah. Okay. How do we help you do that better? Right. You know, without it feeling like, duh, we got to go do all this stuff and like it. You know, we, we kept the exact same schedule. We kept all of the same stuff, but you just you just have to look at it differently. So has this overtaken fencing? Oh, he hasn't. He doesn't do fencing anymore. This is this is the one. Um, yeah, I mean, I think he probably still he might go back to that eventually. I don't know, but right now this is it. This yeah. is yeah. This is taking cool. us through fall. Mm-hmm. Fall will be another. His outdoor spring season is starting soon. Um, and he's got three teams then that'll play on. So he'll probably have three games a weekend. So between Saturday and Sunday, he'll play in three games, and then there's usually tournaments in there too. Yeah. 
Um, and that'll take us through spring and summer. And then in fall, we'll have to look at where we want to go from there. Um, and he's still, he like, he plays the piano. He has other things that he does that are away from this. So it's not, we spend a lot of time on soccer, but it's not the only thing that he has right. going on. Mm-hmm. Um, cause we don't want him to be like just all of the, all of his hobbies in one basket, yeah. you know? Totally. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's a wild world though. Yeah, I'm sure. And I'm just juggling that schedule. It's gotta be a little crazy too. Yeah. But it, feel, it makes you feel like you have more of a purpose than get home and like, so what are we going to do? It, it, there's nothing for me better than just diving into whatever your kid's doing and helping them. Get those orange slices. Yeah, like, all right, let's go, dude. Uh, yeah. What do you got going on? And all right, cool. Let's make sure that you're there and, and doing it well. Awesome. You know? Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, it's, it's crazy stuff with all of these different teams, and there's a lot of money yeah, I'm sure. in it and all of this stuff. It's yeah. like they're just kids. Some right. of the kids on his team are like seven years old, you know, or like just turning eight, mm-hmm. and, and they're in it, you know? Yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah. It's cool, though. It's fun. Uh, so, I don't know. I'm not really sure how we got there. Yeah. but Talk about your time and we energy. and Time and energy. Yeah. yeah. That's what it's all about. It's all about how you how you refocused what, what you put it, put it into. Does it feel weird? We're going to Minneapolis for the Final Four here pretty soon. Yeah. Um, we're not going to do OTSP there. Not going to have time. Uh, we're not going to do... Todd's not doing stand-up there? I... I tried so, so hard. And the people at Sisyphus Brewing would have welcomed him with open arms. That's where it all started. Can we find an open mic or something? I I can find a million things, but I I can't find Todd's heart to do it. You can't find Todd's heart to do it. You know? Oh, man. Which, you know. Who was it that needed the heart? A Tin Man? Yeah, Tin Man. We got a lot of Wizard of Oz. I'm the uh, Cowardly Lion. Todd is more the Tin Man. Who would be... uh, Who's Dorothy in this equation? <laughs> Dan, I guess. I, I guess Dan would be. Dan. Yeah. Mario's Toto. Um, Andrew's going to be the, uh, the scarecrow. scarecrow, I guess. Paul's the wizard? Wicked witch? I don't know. He could be Toto. He could be Toto. Yeah. That. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I don't really know. I hadn't thought this out. Very no. Well. No. We're just throwing stuff out. <laughs> yeah. We really landed on something with me and Todd, but now you the rest Todd. were kind of fishing a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll probably end up thinking about that way too much on my drive home today. But. Yeah. 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 That's going to end up, there's going to be a graphic somehow made and tweeted ah, out That's later. the wizard. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I talked a lot about myself today. Um, yeah. but it is my podcast. That's, it's your podcast. I'm, I'm just, I'm so just I guess here we for, do that, right? I'm here for casual <laughs> affirmation. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Good. Yes. Yeah. I okay. I tell people this is just a recorded therapy session. a hundred percent true. And how does that make you feel? I don't know. I just mean like hey, right? I just need a hug. I hated my uncle. Um I can't think of anything else I wanted to talk about then. I don't know. Other than we're going to Minneapolis and it's gonna be fun. I really enjoyed myself in Minneapolis. Yeah. Uh, man, you know what? Actually we have a lot of stuff that I really want to talk about, but I don't think we're allowed to. No, not yet. And it's really frustrating. Uh, it's extremely exciting. It is exciting. Yeah, yeah. Tease, tease that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we should go then because I'm going to start blabbing about things. Um, hey, let's do this again really soon, okay? Let's talk. Let's talk next week. All right, man. I'll Same see you time. later. Bye.